But here's what happens. Some of you will obey what God told you to do, but you'll keep it between you and him. And this is a dangerous space to be in because if he doesn't come through, then nobody knows about it. Oh my goodness. And this is where you are. God has told you things, but you just had it in your journal and you ain't even shared it with your husband just in case God don't do it. I'm just going to keep it over here. But I believe that God says, I know the plans that I have for you to give you a hope and a future. Come on, somebody, if you believe that he's going to do what he said he would do. Can you give our God a shot of praise? I'm not staying silent anymore. If God said it, I'm settled. It's just, and some of y'all are like, wow, you really are crazy. Yeah, and you're going to be asking to come over to the crib, and we're going to see if you make it in. If it's... That wasn't Jesus, I'm sorry. But it's crazy until it happens. Here's the thing. Y'all think this funny? I will post on Instagram like this. God did it. No. But in this miracle, it's so clear. And here's why I love the Bible. The Bible's so clear. In this miracle, this blind man walks up to Jesus and Jesus says, what do you want? And if I'm him, I'm like, uh, what do you mean what do I want? What do you want? Jesus, you know what I want. I've done stumbled over here. I, you know what I want, Jesus. Do you think Jesus didn't know what he wanted? You think Jesus don't know what you want? But he said, I want to hear you say it out of your mouth because it's not crazy until you start talking. And the moment he said, Jesus, I want to see, Jesus said, that's all I needed to know. Ta-dow, you can see now. And some of you, you're waiting on God, but he's waiting on you to tell. Is that boy back there? He's waiting on you to say, what do you want? Just tell me. Just tell me what it is. Just tell me the thing you're believing for. I know what it is because I'm the one that put it in your heart. But once you start saying it out of your mouth, you would be surprised to see what starts happening. It's, it's stating faith. And some of y'all are in here, you think, it don't take all that. Like, I can just write it down and it'll be... Can I prove to you in this scripture so clearly that there are some seasons God will bring you to where that's exactly what it takes? Look, I'm going to let the Bible preach. Don't look at me crazy. Watch this. Mark 10, 46. Then they reached, our same story. Where did they go? Jericho. I'm about to break this down. Jericho. You remember Jericho? Joshua 6. If you don't know in Jericho, there's this city that the Israelites are supposed to take captive of. God's children are supposed to be in this place. And God said, I'm going to give it to you, but there's specific instructions. For six days, once a day, I want you to walk around the walls. Then on the seventh day, walk around seven times. And here's what I want you to do. On the last time you walk around, I want you to play the instruments. I want you to break some clay pots. And there was a simple instruction that was last. He said, I want you to shout. That means that in this miracle in Jericho and the only other recorded miracle in Jericho, the breakthrough only happened when people started talking there are some places that God will bring you to where in this sphere in this time in your life in this season the way God did it before is somebody started talking and the way he's gonna do it right now is when you start stating your faith it's the only other miracle recorded in Jericho 
where the linchpin or the, the moment that God waited on for the breakthrough to happen was you had to say something. Like you, you had to take it from just that thing that I wrote down or that thought that's in my head. You, you had to speak it out of your mouth. And some of us, we've gotten so discouraged because it's taken longer than expected. It's, we thought by now, I thought that it would have worked out. I thought that my marriage would have been whole. I thought that I would have been past this. But you're allowing your current situation and what you see to dictate what you're saying. And God is just saying, he's saying, hey, like, I need you to start stating some things. Even though it doesn't currently look like what you thought it would look like, even though you're not where you thought you would be, even though it's been 10 years since it's happened, even though it's been five years since it's happened, even though it's been five weeks, I need you to keep stating your faith. And this is what stating faith is. It's understanding that you'll reach moments where God says, yeah, this, for this season, you're going to have to say it until you see it. You, but you want it to work the other way. You want to see it, and then you're going to say it. You, you, want to, you want it to be lined up perfectly. Let's be very real. You want your marriage to be all worked out and perfectly fine before you start a B group to help people heal with it. You, you want to be on your wedding day talking about we married before you show people a picture of purity and that you're living right and that you're waiting patiently on who God has prepared for you. You, you want to see it first and then be like, oh yeah, it was God. But God doesn't work that way. He's like, I need you to say it on the front end so that there's no other way for it to work out except for me to step into that thing. You got to start stating your faith. Everybody say stating faith. Some of you are going to leave here today making a decision that I'm no longer going to stay silent. I'm no longer going to keep it on the inside, worried if it will or will not work out. But I'm going to start stating my faith. Stating faith. It's, it's what comes out of your mouth. It's how you speak about things. It's, and here's the thing. If we truly understood, like think about it, the power of life and death is what you say. Like, what if you really believed that? What if you really believe, like, the thing that you're praying about, that you're asking God to do, what if you believe that what you said could actually change it? What if you believe that you, like, the horrible situation that you're in with your family right now, what if you believe you could start saying things and it would actually change? But here's the thing, I, I, I get it. Sometimes there's moments of discouragement. Sometimes there's Situations where you feel like it should have worked out by now. I should be past this. And maybe there was a point where you were stating your faith. Like there was a point where you were so confident, you were so bold. You would speak to things. You'd be like, I can speak to mountains and they got to move. And you just shifting stuff all over the world. But now you've, you've grown quiet. You're a little timid to to say things, it's like, yeah, I, last time I said that, though, it didn't work out, and people kind of thought I was weird, and people thought that I was off, and you've, you've, get, you've gotten discouraged with what you would say. Some of you are like, I don't even know what I would say. Like, I, I, wanna, I want to 
have crazy faith. I want to be able to step out and say things and have that boldness and that confidence to, to speak it out and to just to say it. But I, I don't even know what I would say. You know, there's another guy in the Bible that felt that exact same way. His name was Moses. He's literally talking to God. God asked him to have crazy faith. He asked him, does the children of Israel have been in slavery for 400 years? And he says, hey, you're going to be the one to go back and tell Pharaoh, let my people go. He's like, uh, yeah, no. He had a stutter in case you didn't know. That wasn't me. That was Moses. He said, God, I don't even know what I would say. Like, what, what would I say? What would I do? How would I? And this is the place you may be at. Like, I don't, if I'm going to have crazy faith, what would I say? How would I even do it? Like, I don't even know what I would what I would do. I don't even know how I would go about it. But look, look what the scripture says. And I love this. It's Exodus 3, 13. But Moses protested. If I go to the people of Israel and tell them the God of your ancestors has set, sent me to you, they will ask me, what's his name? Who, who is it? Who told you that? Just like when you start stepping out in crazy faith, what? You going to do what? Who? Where? He says, what's his name? He said, what should I tell them? God replied to Moses, I am who I am. Now, I need you to lock in with me for the next 12 minutes because I'm about to unfold something that I believe has the power and potential to change your life forever. And I'm going to illustrate it, but I I need you to track. This is going to be very, very detailed, but it's going to really help you. When I call someone's name, my son's name, his name's Arlo Phoenix. Arlo is a variant of Charles. It means fortified, strong. Phoenix means new beginning. When I say Arlo, he turns around and he looks at me and he's ready to either receive instruction for me to pick him up, for him to... Whatever. When I say his name, he responds. This is a very simple truth that you would understand. When someone says your name, you turn around, ready to hear whatever it is they have to say. This is so important, one, in just a a sidebar, why you are intentional with what you name your children, because it's the first prophetic word spoken over them. So some of you, your name is Lagonda Duanche, and I don't even know what that is. And it means ball out. That's great, but... But what I did is I decided that you couldn't say his name without purpose being assigned to it. You wouldn't have a choice. So when I say his name, he turns around ready to respond or hear whatever it is I'm going to say. The same is true for you. When someone says your name, you turn around ready to hear whatever it is they have to say, whether to help someone out, whether you're in a moment. My wife will be like, Charles, and I know that's me to mean Arlo pooping everywhere, or I need you to come help me with something. But I turn around because she said my name, ready to respond. The same is true with God when it comes to stating faith. When you say God, he turns around, ready to do two things, act or allow. I'm going to help you with something. This is the nature of God that is all-powerful and sovereign. 
He's ready to act or allow. So God does never cause things, but he is so sovereign and above all of us that he turns around when you say his name, when you say, God, I need you. When you say, God, I need help in this situation. He turns around ready to do whatever it is you ask him to do next. Are you tracking with me? So I want you to think about this. God, he turns around to you. What do you need? This is the posture of our God. This is grace. God, what do you need? God, what do you need? This is, this is the nature of God. I want to read this scripture to you again and point out something so crazy. He asked, what's your name? God replied, I am. Now, this scripture is speaking to two things. It's speaking to the eternal nature of God. It's a Hebrew word that means I was, I am, and I will be. But he also said, my name is I am. Track with me. God. He turns around, ready to act or allow. What's another way you say his name? I am. He says, yes. What do you need? I am sick. I am. God, yeah, what do you need? Broke. God. God. Yeah, what do you need? I am tired. Well, I am anxious. I am overwhelmed. I am insecure. Some of us are invoking God's presence over and over and over again. And what you have failed to realize is the power of his name he actually put in your hands for him to be whatever it is you need him to be. So let's reverse that thing. When you say, I am, God says, hello, what do you need? And you say, healed, he said, let's do it, baby. When you turn around, when you say, I am free in the name of Jesus. When you say, I am all that God called me to be. Oh, come on, somebody. When you say, I am the righteousness of Christ. You don't realize it, but every day you're speaking, you're stating your faith, but really it's being exposed because you're walking around talking about, I am just so over this marriage. You said God's name. You said, I am. Yeah. What do you need? And he's ready. He's there. He's ready to help you. It's his name. Some of us, we have to shift how we're talking. Because you haven't realized you've been, you've been stating your face over and over again. You've been saying, I'm tired, I'm broke, I'm worried, I'm so insecure. But some of you are going to say, I'm blessed. I am a child of God. I am free in the name of Jesus. I am whole. And God's going to turn around and say, I got you, baby. Whatever you need in this moment. Come on, if you know that God is ready to turn around and help you with whatever you need, can you give our God a shout of praise? Oh, come on, come on. Don't let the devil keep you silent in this moment. You better shout like he's done something for you. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. He's kept you quiet too long. And some of you sitting up here, that ain't me, Pastor. Yeah, it is, because yesterday you were yelling for a bunch of teenagers in some football shorts. So don't talk about that ain't me. I love you, but it is you. 
and for the right thing, you'll get up and scream and you'll get up and shout. But what you don't realize is in moments when you stop stating your faith, you're leaving things up to chance. But God wants to step into your situation and change it when you start stating your faith. Here's what I want to do. I want everybody to stand up. We're going to close right now in just a moment. This is so important. If it's not an emergency, I'm going to ask you to stay. Stay. I want you to put those I am's on the screen for me real quick. Some of you, actually, I want to give you my last point. It says this, in the face of what is, stating faith says I am. In the face of what is, stating faith says I am. Every time you say I am, God turns. And what I want to do right now is I want to just create an atmosphere for just a few moments that I believe is so important. And some of you, you have been stating things over your life that weren't the will of God. You've been stating some things that have kept you stuck. You've been stating some things that has kept your marriage from working out. You've been stating things, and it's okay, I'm not coming down on you, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask the band just to play some music and create an atmosphere, and we're going to start declaring these things. We're going to start stating some things that regardless of what it looks like right now, oh, come on, regardless of what people have said about me, regardless of what my parents said I would be, regardless of how my life has looked before, it doesn't matter because when I say I am, I'm not only talking to myself, the creator of the universe is stepping down into my situation. Come on, so we're going to do take a moment right now, and I don't know which one you need to declare. I don't know what it is for you, but some of you, you need to decide that I am. I am. Come on, we're going to start saying these. I am a child of God. Come on, I am courageous. I am healed. I am set apart. I am worthy. I am a masterpiece. I am loved. I am chosen. I am anointed. Come on, I am victorious. I am holy. I am free. I am whole.
for everybody in this room. Because some of you have allowed those thoughts that the enemy would send. You've let them move in. And some of you, they've been there for so long that you don't even realize that they're there anymore. It's just... But right now, we're going to pray and those things are going to be broken off of your life. The words that he's tried to speak over you, the words that someone has said over you, some of y'all feel this right now. Some of you, you are in this room and either family members or friends have said stuff about you and you've believed it about yourself. Of you're just annoying and you're just too much and you should just be quiet. No, in this 